Hello and welcome to the Airbike Podcast. Uh, today we've got Alex, uh, Ross and myself, Steve, uh, on the mics. Uh, today we'll be uh, kind of talking a bit about a secret project that we've been working on over the past couple of months. Um, we started this probably back in October, November time uh, and been kind of working, uh, yeah, kind of quite frequently on it and hoping to bring it to launch um, fairly soon. Uh, Alex has been working pretty hard on kind of the general strategy of it. Um, and so we'll be talking about kind of how we discovered the problem um, and kind of the, the challenges we had and hopefully the, yeah, the, the early days, the early days really, and the problem we're solving. Yeah, so it's been it's been great uh, since the new year. As, as a company, we've been shifting a lot of our focus onto internal products, which is, uh, which is great. Um, do you want to give a kind of background on to Airbyte's history of internal products uh, before we move on to chat about this one? Yep. Yeah. So um, we we initially kind of started. Um, I guess I guess as, as if, if you listen to our previous podcasts, we've we're, we've been pretty client led, um, and we we generally do kind of contracting and work with clients to uh, develop the products and and launch it. Um, whether that's kind of early stage through to Preferred businesses developing internal products, um, but now, as we've generated quite a lot of experience in this field, we we want to start kind of pushing out our own products. Um, so we're we're d- kind of giving up time, and hopefully spending a lot more internal time on um, our own ventures. Yeah. So particularly this year, we're trying to push um, a lot harder on that front and yep. try and yeah devote a lot more time uh, into our own products. Yeah. How do you think that's been going so far then? really well I think um, we've kind of got stuff to show for it not publicly but that's coming hopefully really soon for sure so toward the end of last year as Steve you mentioned um, we were working on some client work and we are doing some design we're in the design phase uh, for a web app and we wanted to get this product into people's hands um, I'd, and kind of do coffee shop testing yeah yeah, we wanted to target a certain uh, segment of customer uh, with a certain profile to fit the personas that we were designing this system for. Yeah, sure. And the main problem we had, so we wanted to do user testing um, in summary. And the problem we had is that we, we were searching and searching and for for what we wanted, the, the pricing was way out of reach and inaccessible for a kind of, to do some a small batch of user testing. The uh, the pricing for the main main kind of competitors in the space. How much were we kind of looking at doing if we were to go with them, Ross? Uh, so it was in the region of hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. um, for the for the amount of tests that we wanted to do. And and when we're saying the amount of tests we wanted to do, we didn't want to do a huge matter, m- m- uh, huge number. It was in a region of like twenty mm-hmm. uh, tests, and. Um, yeah, we found all the all the solutions out there were really overpriced, and the tools themselves weren't amazing. Um, we didn't think, you know, we thought we still thought that we had to do quite a lot of work to actually make the test valuable. Um, they didn't provide that much insight, that much education. So we definitely had this pain point, um, and we started thinking, are other people having this pain point? Mm. And in terms of uh, just to give a like a background in, uh, I guess for, for guys who aren't clear on what user testing is. Mm-hmm. How would you kind of phrase it in a way that you know people understand? 
it's essentially trying out your products, um, engaging feedback. Yeah. So uh, that might it might not even be a, a website or a finished product. It might be just on your design. In fact, we advocate doing it just on your design because uh, it's a lot more affordable and usually people go out and uh, pitch with this product to maybe raise investments. So you want to kind of make sure that product um, in that design phase is as good as it can be. Um, and to do that, you should really be iterating on people's feedback and people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's not gospel, but they do give good insight of things that you probably haven't thought about before. Yeah, in in the most basic form, it's it's taking that that insightful feedback of when you show show someone, you know, maybe show a friend a website you've created. It's getting that initial feedback of them going, "Ah, oh, this this is cool," or like you can see they don't understand a certain area, or you can see that they they think something reads a bit strange. It's kind of taking that and scaling it and being able to gather data that can in uh, can benefit your designs and product going forward. And it's on a, a various uh, spectrum as well. So it can be brand, it could be uh, just style, it could be copy, it could be the pictures you're using, it could be all sorts of things that you can test. Um, it's not just limited to a whole product. It can be parts of a product, yeah. a one page, uh, you know, even the domain. Uh, so loads of different things you can test yeah so going back to to our initial initial problem it was um the fact that we wanted to actually we didn't actually want to pay random people to do it yeah so yes it was expensive but fair enough if you need to kind of have this this bank of testers sometimes it can be expensive to send out the test make sure the tests that people doing are good but we actually had our own own base of testers in a similar way to to that a startup will have their own kind of employees to do testing, and there wasn't a a great affordable way to be able to simply send send tests to people that that we know that the client knows to carry out the tests. Yeah. Um, and hence. Yeah, I mean, particularly focused in that user testing category, there are tools out there to do screen recording yeah. and stuff like that, but you still need handholding. And for this particular project, we were working with people who weren't that tech savvy. It was an industry where we are targeting you know, the older generation that may, may not have that much experience in using text so and then you tempt them to go and use this tool and then like email us or, you know, provide us the link back. It got a bit confusing and quite awkward to manage. Yeah, so it's kind of a case is why, why is there nothing that simple that we can send out? So, Ross, you got, you got busy? I got busy over a weekend. Um, yeah, so I hacked up a um, kind of working prototype of basically some of the competitive features of what we were looking for and we kind of took all the parts that we liked um, and put it into this rough demo that um, worked and did the, the, does the job. So what we were trying to achieve there, we were kind of, we were asking ourselves a question where we were sitting around searching, we were saying why, what is the reason that this is so inaccessible to us as a small kind of product studio? Why is it so inaccessible? Is it the tech? Is it the tech that's really complicated? And we kind of set off to to challenge that question, which you kind of did, Russ, didn't you? You you put together some of the components and yeah. So we were looking at you know, is it video hosting? Is it like streaming that video and um, recording that? And the answer was no. So it, we yeah, we kind of did the tech feasibility, and that's why I went away and did that little um, had together that little prototype was to basically get that feasibility study out of the way. Mm. Um, so then we started kind of looking at the market and the market demand, and obviously there's the huge market of enterprise versus small business. Um, which is what Airbyte is. So it's only four people, so we're you know we haven't got tons of money to spend on software, and everyone's software at the moment is 
a SaaS based monthly outgoing and we want to try and avoid that and make it more, a bit more predictable and project based yeah so we we kind of created that initial mock-up I guess and tested it kind of internally and I think we used it on a, a client project um, and shared it with kind of some internal testers and yeah it kind of worked uh, so we I guess we went back to the, the drawing board and decided on how we go forward and kind of set up a I guess strategy going forward on how we develop that initial MVP into a product yeah and we started analyzing the problems started talking to uh, people in the sector and started saying like you know do you, we've spoke to Rizard obviously he isn't on the podcast today but you know he, he highlighted this problem as well and saying like I've got quite a few people that I know that have the same problem and would use a service like this so that's obviously a really exciting thing to hear so we're starting to think okay maybe we should start building this um and you know taking the effort so right now we're in the i'd say solid design phase of um getting the project uh out the door uh so our plan is basically to uh finish design and then start building the final product well not final product but v1 final product yeah so (laughs) we're at the point now we're really kind of getting the ball rolling on on actually getting something out the door and into you know maybe early adopters but into your customers hands um, and there's many challenges um, that are involved in that of course you know so it's product fit design uh, sales on both sides of the platform because we need for user testing platform you need people to do the testing in addition to people you know paying for the tests um, in addition to all the different components of the product so I think it would be cool to kind of do these little podcasts um, to go through some of the challenges absolutely yeah uh, so yeah today's a bit of an introductory into why we're doing this and the problem yeah. that we've had and yeah we'll definitely dive into kind of what we're up to so yeah right now we're cracking on with version one i mean probably next podcast topic should be uh names and <laughs> our domain name so um Brilliant. Yeah. yeah i think anything else no i think i think that sounds good to just get an overview and yeah i think <laughs> just intro into the next series we took quite a long time finding a name so it's, it's an interesting phase to go through. For sure. Maybe we'll announce that next time. Yep. All right. Cheers for listening and see you next time.